You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gears, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And I had been thinking all day about what I need to talk about or what I should talk about and, and what's going on in NC State sports. And there are so many interesting things that are going on. Uh, however, one of the things that I saw that has been a constant trend that has so many folks talking about NC State in a positive manner, but also is one of those things that it can give it, it can take it away is the transfer portal, right? You see what we've done in the transfer portal and all of our revenue generating sports and you see what has happened at some other schools and you think to yourself, wow, this transfer portal, what a great thing it is, especially for us this year. But there is a thought that I've had that the transfer portal in and of itself is a, a, a neutral entity. And that's, that's something that I, I wholeheartedly believe. The difference is, what, or what makes it a positive or negative thing, it goes from situation to situation. And I just want to get into some things about why it is positive or negative and, and the benefits and the, the drawbacks of it from the stance of both the athlete and the university, right? So... On one hand, and, and I know you, some of you are probably thinking, well, how does this relate to NC State? Again, we have heard all offseason, or not all offseason, but this, this past month or so that NC State is kilted in the transfer portal. We've done great in the transfer portal in every sport. Basketball probably needs to secure a couple bigs, but everything else, we've kilted. We've done great. We've done amazing. Cool. And with that being said, there's also been a lot of chatter about how many players are Still in the transfer portal, which I believe at last uh, time I checked it was 1,200 or so. And so with that being said, I just want to present the, the ideas of the transfer portal, the positives and the drawbacks, again, from the standpoint of players and universities. Now, when I look at the stance of the player, trust me, I've been there. I've been in a situation where I was 13 hours away from home. Um, I, I didn't have any, you know, which is fairly common, but didn't have any guys I played with in high school on the same team as me. No guys I grew up with, no guys I went to the camp cycles with. No, you know, that type of deal and all that good stuff. So I, I understand. And, and there were other factors as well that happened that, you know, life happens as it does and players are inclined to transfer, whatever the case may be. But here is the, the aspect of it of why I say it was positive. You look at Bailey Hockman's career. I believe that he is the best example of the transfer portal at work. And I'm going to let you sit on that for a second. I'm going to let you absorb that for a second. I, because I, I just really want that to be something that you think about and something that for all of people saying, for all the people to say, oh, Kenton never, all he ever talks about with Bailey Hockman is slander, slander, slander. Oh, he stares down his first receiver, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Let me let y'all know something right now. Bailey Hockman is a living testimony to how the transfer portal works. When you look at Bailey Hockman, or when you look at the transfer portal, rather, I see it as 
the transfer portal is for college athletes what uh, the job market or indeed is for um, for you know folks who are out here in the working world, right? There is no oh you're you, you belong here you don't whatever the case may be. I'm just gonna give you the facts and fundamentals of this thing, okay? Bailey Hockman went to Florida State, and I believe he was in their 2017 recruiting class, right? So he goes to Florida State, and when he went, it was, um, I want to say he was either in Taggart's first recruiting class or um, Jimbo Fisher's last recruiting class, right? So when you look at that situation, Either way that it goes, whether he was a part of Jimbo's last, Taggart's first, Taggart was not there for three years. That man spent less than a thousand days at that university. I don't think that Taggart was given enough time to turn around what had happened at Florida State with Jimbo in his last years. So now let's equate that to the real world. You go to a job and you know that either management is incompetent or that management is on their way out the door, right? The manager that you interview with, the manager said, I like you as the candidate for accounting. I like you as the candidate for HR. I like you as the candidate for security, data analyst, whatever you do. The management that you interviewed with, you see, well, wait a minute now. You, you look good while you recruit me, but like as a functional, as a functional um, uh, manager, Something just ain't right here. Or you realize that upper management is trying to get rid of middle management who is over you. Either way, you're going to leave, right? Like that just, that makes sense. If you see that the place that you're at is a sinking ship, you're going to leave because you know you're not going to be afforded the best opportunity there. So he comes to NC State. When he comes to NC State, he and Devin Leary are locked in this QB battle, right? He does a good job. Devin Leary does a good job. They both make some mistakes here and there. They both have struggles here and there, growing pains here and there. Fine. Understandable. But then Devin Leary starts to assert himself as QB1 toward down the stretch of, of last season as well as through spring ball and camp. Okay? He sticks it out. Devin Leary gets hurt. Bailey Hockman then receives the chance to take the wheel because make no bones about it. People can lie to you. Coaches will, coaches can lie and say, oh, Bailey was going to be, he wasn't going to be our guy no matter what. Dev was going to be our guy. Let me tell you something. I'm sure that the Yankee general manager told Wally Pipp, oh, man, don't worry about it. You're our guy. Before Lou Gehrig got in there and got his pop. That's just the reality of it, okay? That's just the reality of it. But, again, the facts are simple here. If Bailey had gone on to have like this crazy, he went on a tear, it was like he could not miss. Every pass that he was throwing was pinpoint right on the money, perfect read, right where the ball should go, even sometimes making a better read than the play was designed, right? Had he done that, he would have been the starter going forward, right? And we probably would have been seeing Devin transfer. 
but he didn't. So he was given the opportunity to perform at the new job. He realizes, okay, this job is asking a little bit more of me than I can do, and there's only one of the one person who can do what I do in the office, or there's only one position to do what I do in the office, and I'm not good enough to occupy that position. Devin Leary is, right? So he sees that. He goes on to uh, Middle Tennessee State. That, to me, is the transfer portal working in a spectacular way because guess what? He's probably going to be the starter at Middle Tennessee State. He's probably going to have a chance to, again, do as much or as well as possible with the weapons that he's given based on where he went. He has found his way to job opportunities that fit his needs the best time and time again. That is the positive side of this transfer portal from a player standpoint. And again, y'all know how much I've criticized Bailey Hockman. Y'all know that. So y'all know I'm not like some, some Bailey Hockman stand that's just like, oh, whatever he does, he's the greatest thing ever. Oh, he should be starting over Devin and there's no way. No. But when I look at him, I look at the transfer portal being used well because people like to pretend that it is just the Kyler Murrays. It is just the Baker Mayfields. It is just the Jalen Hurts, the Joe Burrows, the the Justin Fields, who are examples of the transfer portal working properly, and I wholeheartedly disagree with that. It's not just players who leave a school, go to another school, have immense success at the second school, and end up dominating that that the transfer portal is designed for. It's not just for them. Yes, they are a part of it, but they're not the whole equation. The whole equation is all of these players having the ability to go on and go play well wherever they go. It's, it's To me, it is, again, a no-brainer that this situation is arbitrary, but a lot of people have feelings that it's positive or negative. I just told you about the positives. I'll tell you about the negatives right after this break. But before I do, I got to talk to you all about Built Bar. It is the best-tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even deliciouser than the original. The improved Built Bar has 18 amazing flavors, 6 new, 12 original. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious listener. It helps you lose weight, maintain weight, or whatever weight goals you have while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Use uh, Built Bar has reset the promo code for the the launch here. So use uh, Locked15 at BuiltBar.com to get 15% off of your next order. Again, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Also, you get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So now, again, like I said, 
the transfer portal is arbitrary. The fact that it is arbitrary does not mean, again, it, it, I'm going to assume that most folks know what the word arbitrary means, but I'm going to explain it anyway. Arbitrary is, is basically meaning that it is more or less neutral. It is not inherently good or evil or great or bad based on like, oh, well, it, its existence is a bad thing. Like that's, you know, it's, it's, it's different from like a, a, a weapon that's like, oh, yeah, this is a, a bomb so big it can destroy the whole universe if it wanted to, if it's set up. Like that, that in and of itself, horrible thing. Horrible, horrible thing. Like, that's just what that is, right? So, again, the transfer portal, uh, the, the downsides of it, right? And again, if we're looking at the situation for how uh, the transfer portal has worked, this, and this is not just about football players. However, there is, there is a situation where, again, there are 1,200 plus student athletes in the transfer portal at the moment. So what that means to me is the the new um, the new allowances and the uh, free year that the NCAA gave is has left in essence a lot of student athletes in situations where they don't have a home, right? But is that the bad side of this thing for a player? I would disagree. I would disagree. I think the bad thing about the transfer portal for players is that the exceptions are often touted as the rule, right? The the Joe Burrows of the world are touted as the rule. The the guys who, you know, they go on somewhere else and they they have amazing careers are touted as the rule. There have been so many players, so many, who have gone on to other schools and kind of faded away into oblivion. They've kind of they they've kind of just become nothing. And that's not to say that they would have become something at their uh, original school. But if I'm looking at some of these situations, right? To me, it is objectively true that if you're going to be in a situation where you want to transfer, I get it. Go where you got to go. Do what you got to do. But at the bare minimum, make sure that you are transferring to me. Again, like a business, make this a business decision. Make sure that you're putting yourself in the best situation business-wise, right? So if you are, if you are a guy who is transferring because, for example, you play receiver and there were five, six guys in front of you on the depth chart, right? And you're like, you know what? I'm at one of the best programs in the country. I'll go somewhere that's a little bit smaller or doesn't have the, the same cachet or same caliber receivers, and I'll be good to go. And the problem with that is you may also be sacrificing other things with that. There were so many players, even back when I played, before the transfer portal was a thing, there were guys who transferred to uh, smaller schools or whatever the case may be, that the degree just didn't hold the same value. And to me, again, if we are talking about purely business decision, if you transfer to a place where the degree is not worth as much and you still don't have immense success on the field, 
you have now handicapped yourself going into the real world. And I know that some of the things I'm saying are kind of flowing and meshing together here, but I need you to draw this delineation with me, okay? At the end of the day, we are looking at a situation where I want these, these young men and women to see this as a business because that's what it is. That Make no bones about it, right? Coach Doran doesn't have... Uh, doesn't have the uh, the Coca-Cola ads and cutouts and all that because this is for, for fun and games. That's not that's not how that works. Nick Saban didn't do an Aflac commercials every other day, every three seconds, because of his love of the University of Alabama. That's not how this works. What is happening is major college sports are a business. That's fine. It's fine to see that as a business. But with that in mind, I need these players to start making the best business decision. If you are a five-star who is going to be transferring somewhere where academically you're at the same level or maybe even above, and you're like, oh, well, I'm transferring to this place. It's okay. My degree is going to be worth just as much. So even if I don't make the league, I'll be okay, right? A Dontavia Wagner, for example, right? Dontavia Wagner, a five-star recruit for the women's basketball team, was playing sparingly. And then the writing was kind of on the wall with all these new transfers that are coming in. She probably was not going to see the court too much uh, next year. So she transfers to Boston College. Again, that's a good decision. That's a good decision. That is a wonderful academic institution up there at Chestnut Hill. Am I saying that they're immensely better than NC State or something like that? No. What I'm saying is if she wants the situation where she's like, even if just from a pure business point model standpoint. Number one, making the pros is extremely rare. Number two, getting a degree is not. Is not. So the value of the degree should have as much to do with the decision as anything. That's, that's where that should go. And that's, that to me is a place where the, the transfer portal becomes a negative because, again, a lot of players are transferring strictly for, oh, I'm going to get more playing time here. Oh, I'm going to get an increased role here. Oh, I'm going to get more touches here. I'm going to get more of this or that here. Okay, that's cool. That's fine. That's that's good and dandy. But again, yeah, you're getting all that from there. What else are you getting? That piece of paper with your name on it that says a, a, a bachelor's of science or a bachelor's of arts in thing X, Y, and Z, it's worth something. It's worth something. So if you short yourself into ending up in a spot where you go somewhere and, again, you've been deceived by the new coaches, or even if you're not deceived, even if you do get the touches, even if you do get the, the uh, reps, even if you do are now like a, a full-time starter, you go elsewhere, but you end up in a spot where your degree isn't worth as much, and then you still end up not making it to the league. You've put yourself in a bad situation. I'm all for people betting on themselves. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm never against that. I'm never against that. However, betting on yourself does not mean flying uh, foot loose and fancy free, going head first into a wall at 100 miles an hour with the belief that you'll run through it. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. And the, the fact of the matter is, again, like I said, the transfer portal is arbitrary. Sometimes these young men and women do not have good people in their camp 
who are willing to tell them, stop, think about what you're doing. Let's weigh this thing out. Let's weigh the pros and the cons, right? Perfect example of this, and this is not an NC State player, Tate Martell. Tate Martell's still looking for a home. He went from Ohio State to Miami to now looking for a place to go in the transfer portal. And again, and it's not even the, the, the double transferring that's the problem. The problem was in all of the, the yapping and, and popping off at the mouth on social media because it, it de facto adds a layer to your story that decreases your value. And again, I'm looking at this as if it's a business. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? And so, and, and, and he may be the exception on like the, he's, he, he is ruining his own brand in a way, but he is not the exception in, he does not have people on his team that are going to sit him down and tell him, dude, this is, where you are now is a good situation. People who are going to tell him, hey, Tate, De'Aaron King is an excellent quarterback. You need, you might need to slot over to slot. You can have a, a very good long career at slot. You could do that. The, the fact of the matter is people, these, these young men and women, don't have great people in their corner sometimes. And that, to me, is what assists more than anything in players uh, or in the transfer portal being negative. I don't think it's a, a, a sense of entitlement or players are quitters. Again, if we're looking at it like a business, you would leave a job just like Bailey Hockman did if you saw the writing on the wall, if you saw all these bad things happen, if you saw a team that was celebrating beating Syracuse like they won a national championship game. You would leave too, okay? That's just, if you were in a business like that, that's like, oh, yay, we did 10,000 sales this quarter. And, like, you're like, what? Those are Those are terrible numbers. Like, what are you... Why are we celebrating 10,000 sales? Like, I'm used to doing 50,000 a quarter, and that's that's the volume that we sell that I'm used to selling at. You, if that's what you're expecting to come into, and they're getting excited over 10,000, you would leave too. You would leave too. So, again, the fact of the matter is arbitrary in nature, but it, it and and I'll. I'll talk about the uh, the over a thousand kids and or over twelve hundred kids in the transfer portal in a bit, um, but again, I'm betting at that self correction. If you're better, go to BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football season is coming back. We are only a couple months away from camp season. Basketball is in playoff mode. So is the NHL. And baseball is starting to get to their dog days of summer coming up pretty soon here. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. I mean, what more can you ask for? Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, use promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N when you get there. And so, again, as I've said multiple times this episode, the the twelve hundred kids in there that's a problem that'll self correct. It is, the volume is abnormally high because there are so many uh, teams and players who have 
or there are so many athletes who have been given another year and now players are trying to go finish out their career elsewhere, but they're starting to realize that there, there isn't uh, a place for them at, at, you know, any school. So the other thing about that is that is a thing of the market will self-correct, right? Like if you go into a job market or if a, a potential job candidate is searching for a certain thing, if they're like, I do think X, Y, and Z. I'm a data analyst and I want to make $200,000 a year, right? Sure, there are some data analysts who make $200,000 a year, sure. That may not be you based on your experience, based on your ability, uh, based on your connections, based on your network, that may not be you. That is what will happen with the transfer board. And then what happens when you're looking for that $200,000 job and you're like, okay, Maybe I don't have the skills for that. You drop it on down. Okay, let's see if we can get 150. Okay, if that doesn't work, let's see if we can get 100. Okay, if I can't get 100, we'll drop down to 90, 80, so on and so forth until you find a range where, you know, you're, you're employable at. So the fact of the matter is, again, the, the transfer portal will correct itself as far as uh, all of the, the overwhelming number in there now. But I just, again, don't label these young men and women as quitters. Don't label them as, as entitled and, and with the inability to see things through. That's not the case. Think of them as working adults just like yourself. Think of them as young people who are making the best decision for themselves and their family the same way you would. You know, I know that we have connections to these universities and all that. I know we do. But again, we can't just be excited to see our players go elsewhere when we know that they're no longer of use to us. We can all agree for the most part, uh, Ben Finley in his sporadic moments looked like he could be better than, looked like his ceiling was was higher than Bailey Hawkins. So for the most part, most of us were like, yeah, sorry that Bailey leaves. You know, like, yeah, there's no real use for him anymore. But we must understand that our care and love for these young men and women who leave our program to go elsewhere or who are coming into our program for, from elsewhere. It should be the same regardless of whether or not we could still use them, right? Even if it's our, our best player and this, even if it's a, a Russell Wilson and, and Mike Glennon situation, but there is no Mike Glennon, right? Mike Glennon's never born and Russ is still like, I want to go play at Wisconsin for a year. You know what? Thanks, man. Thanks. You've been great. Go on about your way. We wish you all the success wherever you go. And let that be that. Let that be that. Because, again, the transfer portal should be looked at like a business decision. It is not good. It is not bad. It is objectively just there to help facilitate these young men and women find new homes. Not a good thing, not a bad thing. Just a thing. The way in which it's utilized is what makes it good or bad. And the way in which we react to it is, I believe, what would make us a good or bad fan base. For the most part, we have shown overwhelming love and support for our players who have transferred off. Be it, I've talked to Nazim about him already today, but Bailey Ackman, be it a, a young man from Hazard, Kentucky, and the captain, Braxton Beverly, be it uh, so many different players, be it Terry Henderson coming in, be it Torn Dorn coming in, be it Corey Durden coming in, be it uh, um, Diamond Johnson coming in. All of these players 
deserve the same amount of love and respect because they're making the best business decision. If it's okay for you to do, it's okay for them to do, all right? Thank you all so very much for listening. Um, again, we are on the brink with Locked On ACC here. It is about to start any day. Now, I'm telling you, within probably before the end of May, we are going to be recording regularly for Locked On ACC. And again, I'm only able to do it because of you all. I'm only, I was only considered... Not because of, of how handsome I am, because trust me, you can't see me, but I am handsome. Uh, not, not because of how funny I am, not because of, of how I do research or all that. It's literally just you all. You all make this possible. I appreciate it. I love all of you all. Thank you so very much for listening, liking, subscribing, sharing. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.